Belmar Joe at Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from Thursday, the 24th of June. We'll let you know what's happening in Soccer Velo for the week every single week. Today, we'll start with updates on COVID-19 regulations in Georgia. As of this week, a number of restrictions have been lifted following the Interagency Coordination Council meeting starting on Tuesday, the 22nd of June, wearing face masks in outdoor spaces has no longer been mandatory. Masks remain mandatory in certain spots, such as indoor and bus stops. Additionally, starting on the 1st of July, the nationwide curfew will be lifted in Georgia. Restaurants and food facilities will be open until midnight. Um, the operation of nightclubs remains restricted. On Tuesday, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili announced that Georgia will receive one million doses of the coronavirus vaccine in two weeks, but he did not specify which vaccine it will be. Government decided to waive fines for isolation, quarantine, and face mask violations. Criminal liability and administrative fines will be waived for over 245,000 citizens and 340,000 legal entities. Matter concerns 76 million lari in unpaid fines, which is around 22 million U.S. dollars. As mentioned during uh, previous episodes, activists and locals have been protesting the construction of the Namahvani Dam, claiming that the project was launched without sufficient research. You might remember that last month, the Iron Wall was erected in the Rioni Gorge during the protest against the dam to hamper movement of protesters. Since then, activists have been demanding that it be dismantled. Last week on Friday, the police heeded their demands, dismantled the iron barricades, but police officers are continuing to stay in the Rioni Gorge due to what they call security measures. Tbilisi Pride is scheduled to take place again on the 1st to the 5th of July, consisting of events including Queer Fest, March for Dignity. The main aim of the event is to boost the public's awareness of LGBTQ issues. Last Thursday the 17th, while talking on air in an interview with TV Pirvelli, the head of Otsneba party, Irakli Kobachidze, called for the organizers of Tbilisi Pride to cancel the event. Civic organizations have responded to his statement calling on Georgian government to refrain from making homophobic statements and to assure that Pride Parade takes place in a safe environment. Right-wing businessman and founder of the political movement Unity, Essence, and Hope, sounds very Dr. Strangelove, Levan Basadze, similarly urged the government to cancel the Tbilisi Pride event, stating that it will lead to destabilization like in previous years, this according to one of the chief destabilizers. If you lived in Georgia in 2013, you might remember the tolerance Idaho rally on the 17th of May, where activists and participants of the rally were severely injured by thousands of homophobic protesters and police inaction. Basadze gave the government until the 25th of June to cancel the events. Who knows what his plans are on the 25th of June when that doesn't happen. On Monday, the 21st of June, Pashinyan and his civil contact party won the Armenian parliamentary election with 53.9% of the votes. Former President Robert Kocharyan newly created Armenia Alliance, came in a distant second place with only 21% of the total votes. Giant sigh of relief. Georgian leaders congratulated acting Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan on winning the election. In his compliments, Prime Minister Kharibashvili expressed his willingness to work with the new Armenian government. On Wednesday, the 24th of June, Rustaviori reported an alleged meeting of Georgia's ex-president, Misha Saakashvili and the former Prime Minister Georgi Gakharia, now the leader of the newly established opposition party for the people in Washington. According to the reports, both party representatives stayed in the same hotel. Ex-Prime Minister Gakharia announced his official visit to the U.S. to raise awareness of his new party last week. <laughs> Seems well-funded. 
As you might remember from the show a few weeks back, Irakli Kobachidze accused Gacharia and Natsebi of planning an alleged coup together. UN General Assembly adopted a resolution titled Status of Internally Displaced Persons and Refugees from Abkhazia, Georgia, and the Skhin Valley region south of Ossetia, Georgia. The measure was initiated by Georgia, co-sponsored by 57 other countries. The resolution condemns the demographic changes in Georgian regions due to the Russian occupation of Georgian territories and calls for the dignified and safe return of internally displaced persons and refugees to their homes. Resolution also tasked the UN Secretary General make an annual report on the condition of Georgian internally displaced persons and refugees. Public defender Nino Lomjadia released her 2020 report, which highlights problematic issues in Georgia, according to the report. Improper treatment and presence of criminal influence in prison still remains a challenge. The report emphasized the need to retrain the police staff as they are often insensitive to victims of violence or show improper attitudes, which can lead to double victimization. Last year, 843 restraining orders were issued for violence against women. You working in a cultural collective or in a theater? Ministry of Culture, Sport, and Youth announced a grant competition aiming to bring performances and cultural initiatives to the country's regions. This will give performance troops the opportunity to stage shows away from Tbilisi and allow cultural collectives to produce projects outside the capital city. New edition of the Sustainable Development Report 2021 ranked Georgia 56 out of 165 countries, which is an improvement by two places compared to last year's report. According to the report, Georgia has succeeded at being on track with maintaining achievements of the SDGs 4 and 7, which are quality education and affordable and clean energy. Georgia's progress towards achieving the other SDGs, zero hunger, climate action, life below water, and life on land, has stagnated throughout the year. Last week, Jam News publicized a new documentary, Save the Homi Meadows in Tbilisi, which depicts a wetland forest territory known as the Homi Forest to locals. Forest is in a tragic state because of ecological crimes, including mining and illegal waste dumping. It's a great documentary. Check it out in the show notes. Wondering where to spend your summer vacations? Think about Anaklia. It's in Samagrelo, borders with Abkhazia. The village is famous for the longest pedestrian bridge in Georgia. 552-meter crossing of the Nguri River. Last few years have been hard on the region due to the pandemic last year. There were almost no foreign tourists. Large hotels became quarantine facilities, which they no longer are. Currently, there are three big hotels in Anakli and several family hotels. Price per night ranges from 30 lari, which is about $10, to 200 lari, which is $64 per night, depending on the type of service. If you want to know more Anaklia, take a look at the, at the show notes. We'll end this week with some great news for Tbilisi inhabitants, especially those spending summer in the city. New green area has been opened in Tbilisi, uniting Data in a Park, 9th of March Park, Dry Bridge, and Sarbrooken Bridge. As part of the project, parks and bridges were renovated, new pedestrian tunnels were built, the project was implemented within the new Tiflis program and cost 27 million lari, which is about 8.5 million U.S. dollars. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want to know what you love about living in Sakhar Vela, what drives you crazy about it, other Sakhar Vela related stuff you'd like us to know or want to know more about. You can write us a review in your preferred podcast platform or send us an email at podcast at rorschach.com. Achamis. Ah,